Hey. Yep. Can you tell what I'm thinking right now? I uh, know. There's no way I can tell what you're thinking right now. I I think I can tell what you're thinking right now, but that's because we did assemble here today to do something in particular. Wait, you can tell what she's thinking? Yeah. It's through through context, Dan. Oh, no, through context. No. Actually, what? it's through his innate psychic ability. What? Hello and welcome, everybody, oh. to the very first Lore Dive episode of the Backwater Bastards. Uh, with yeah. me is uh, the usual crew, Daniel Matthews. Hello. <laughs> Taylor Van Billion. Woo! <laughs> nope, nope. That's you. It's like you read my mind. <laughs> you, you, you're both just making like fucking buzzer noises instead of saying hello. <laughs> Oh I did I did I only say noises? I don't know. Maybe 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 you maybe, maybe we've got that's some hollows in because there you're reading my mind and oh, that's all that's in there. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and leading us through this deep dive is, as always, DM Dick Dynamite, the dastardly di- dangerous DM Dick Diane. Dynamite. That's me. Um, and we are here to talk about. Psychic abilities. Oh my god. Oh, what's that? What is this? This what is, the is a lore psychic dive. ability. Okay. So at its most basic level, and if we're talking like game rules, orbital refuse, like you're building your character sheet and you want to have some psychic abilities. Yeah. What are they? Psychic abilities hmm. are an innate ability that <gasps> that certain individuals have where they can utilize that full power of what their brain can actually do. The, um, the brain waves can interface mm. with the universe, with the sort of the natural f- building blocks and physics of how the world works and how we are Nerds. all linked. And because of that, they can do, and it's broken down into essentially three main powers. These are the powers that you could choose upon character creation. All there right. is telepathy. This Ching. is what Dr. Z does. This is it's reading minds, it's controlling minds, yes. it's protecting minds, it's breaking minds. But it's all about your brainwaves interfacing directly with the brainwaves of other conscious beings. Okay, so the coolest one. Nice. The coolest one. We've also got telekinesis. Mm. Telekinesis, we've seen that some of the Atola Medusa have uh, telekinetic abilities. Of course, the Craw, if we go back to Zarg Moon, they also had telekinetic abilities okay telekinesis is simply the ability to with your brain waves manipulate literal kinetic energy in the world to lift objects to throw things to erect like physical barriers to to levitate Mm. why didn't you even that even Uh, just like fire (laughs) bolts of energy to start fires we've got pyrokinesis comes under that as well what? And then the third one, and this is one we have barely Dan, scratched like, the surface of. You didn't of on tell me that one was better. <laughs> yeah. The third one, and this is um, precognition. Oh. Which is, that's future gazing. That's We've met a pilot is, with precognition before, I think. Yeah, we, 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 there's been a couple of precogs, but we haven't really looked that deep into what they can do. Okay. And so, so precogs, this one is like a bit more ethereal, but this is where your brainwaves interface 
with the fourth dimension, that being time, where you can actually, you can project your brainwaves and therefore your perceptions along that line in a different dimension. And you can see not only the not only the present but the future and the past so we call oh. it we call it um precognition but postcognition also falls under that same ability so post postcognitives can maybe like you know look at an object and then go back into the past and be like how did this get here they make great detectives oh. i'm postcognetic it's called regret but um <laughs> pre precognition is um that's that, yeah. That's prophecies. That's seers. That's seeing the future. But also in a more mundane sort of you know little sort of sci-fi way. That's maybe just knowing like where an attack's going to land and getting out of the way in time. Okay. So be good for some blade dancers of of sorts. Some melee characters could benefit from that. Oh, I mean, I I if I was going to make an OR character that would want to be like you know like OP as fuck, I probably would go for some sort of. Uh, Precognitive Malay fighter. I like oh. how he didn't share this feeling yeah. with us when right. we built yeah. ours. Very cool. Yep. <laughs> <All right. laughs> okay, so now that we finally know what psychic powers exist in the world, which Dan, did you know that? Um, I just knew that I chose the coolest one, regardless of what ones there were available. Right, 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 yeah. right. I yeah. mean, I knew that too because I read your mind. But <laughs> you you play a character with psychic abilities, so I mean, like, what can you do? What kind of stuff do you typically do? Yeah, <laughs> For I those of you who don't know, I get to read minds. I get to uh, inhabit the minds of others and influence their choices, and um, kind of uh, use them as mimics, I guess. But. Uh, doing my will my mind uh, i think now of the uh, use them as puppets yeah the character that i managed to uh, avoid getting a pay rise um the terran fellow oh my god that was horrific <laughs> <laughs> that was a dark moment for z who didn't enjoy uh cappuccinos and also mm. was looking for a pay rise and i managed to get yeah. them a cappuccino and no pay rise but that's what happens when the terrans fuck with us in customs <laughs> <laughs> look you know, he earned it. Yes, that was that was telekarma. Yeah. Mm. Oh, but, lovely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the, the way, fourth power. The way the way Z <laughs> Z works is it's you know it's, it's very simple. He's, he's a straight telepath. That's like his one of his defining um, features is Ooh. that ability to interface his brainwaves with the brainwaves of other conscious things. And okay, that so... yeah that that does mean that like it, telepathy relies purely on other brainwaves. And that's why there's the sort of, you know, like there's a range thing where he reaches out and touches brains. Why um, he, he can't interface with synths, at least not usually. And then, but I know that like uh, just trying to interact with uh, uh, non uh, tele tele telepathic people, that's why I have the uh, keyboard in whatever body I'm currently piloting. So that's that I can we, kind of That's the thing I forget all the time. Because he's a, he's a hacker as well. But those things don't necessarily package together, right? Like those are just two separate things that Z chose to do. Yeah, yeah because I didn't. I wanted to be a jellyfish and told him to do so with no kind of mouth. So, um, so yeah, having to get around that, um, I had to give my character a bit of a um, mechanical uh, voice mm. type thing to try and interact with everyone, which has been a lot of fun actually, because it means that. Uh, you know, there's also a secret language that I can speak, uh, especially with Cleo, when we're trying to do our cool yeah. party pose moments. And that's, that's the main use of it. It's called Bexting. It's when you text your best friend. <laughs> best friend, yeah. Bexting, I love that. Um, so we know that the Atola Medusa can do this because that's the, 
the species that I've uh, yeah they're they are, yeah they're, they're 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 naturally very psychic they okay. um they're t- yeah they they're almost all of them are telepathic. Mm-hmm. Oh God, what about what happens if a um and Tola Medusa is, isn't born telepathic? They can't join the song. Can that happen? I I probably I, God that's uh that's that's a deep heavy thing that that's I don't a sad moment I don't want to think episode. about. Yeah, being born into a society that you can't join in immediately on birth. But think um, about think about the parallels to real life. There are many ways in which that kind of stuff happens. It's sad then. It's sad then as well. Well, I mean, there are a lot of you know there are a lot of workarounds too. Look at all the adaptability that that species create so that they can Mm. still Mm. interface, depending on what that means. You know? Yeah, well, you'd you'd find a way, but you'd never be part of the song, which is like a you know, at least for like um Z's jellies, like as a. But what a if really you could find a way to like? They are. No, okay. You know what? This brings me to a thing that I was thinking. I'm about to. I'm co-opting. Mm. Um. Okay. So, if you were an Atola, and obviously you belong to this telepathic society that uses the song, mm. is there a way? Like, is is there a way that you can join or be a tele a telepath in an like an inorganic way? Like, can you build your way into being a telepath? Is there like a mod that you could mm. could build, or is there like a way that you could surgically change your own? I mean, it's a really cool idea, and I I don't really have an answer for you. Like, canonically, we've not touched on anything like that at all. Mm-hmm. It's um. I've I've treated psychic ability a lot like and like psionics and a lot of other tabletop systems are done where yeah like a lot of like uh, humans for example Terrans are you know like rarely born with powerful psychic abilities like because my my feeling in like sort of like an esoteric spiritual kind of sense in like this is how the universe the physics of the universe in orbital refuse works is that all brain waves are inherently psychic because mm-hmm. you know okay. your brain brain waves and just your brain your consciousness is just a part of the makeup of the entire galaxy therefore it can interface with it in ways beyond just firing things into the nerve endings of your body i see what you mean okay. so it's more like do people have like a louder voice Mm. And does that voice reach certain areas of the universe more? So, yeah, like telepaths, their psychic ability can reach into other brainwaves more readily than someone that doesn't have telepathy. The telekin- telekinetics, their brainwaves, again, can just reach into the um, the particles that make up the space around uh, them So this more kind of explains how um, Z and Cleo can communicate, but obviously when Cleo replies, it's a little bit more difficult, and sometimes Cleo speaks out loud and then has to figure out how to use <laughs> the so... inner voice, but it takes, a, it takes a little bit of fine-tuning. That's so embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely it's that... Uh, like what what a lot of people believe about in our world about psychability that it is it's not so much a thing that you um have or you don't have it's a thing that is just absolutely innate to having a brain or having a psychic experience having spirituality whatever whatever the sort of the fundamental building blocks of consciousness are do you think it's more like a like this part of their brain is more developed or more evolved so like theoretically cuz don't they say that about people too like mm. technically yeah, it's you, like, you have you know, this ability and it's just dormant 
Well, you could be born with like, you know, really, really like low, um, low fat content and webbed hands and be an incredibly good swimmer. Right. You know, so why couldn't you be born with like just that little antennae on your brain that reaches along the fourth dimension and be a precognitive? I was just born with flat feet and (laughs) a propensity for hell raising. (laughs) Just kidding. I don't have flat feet in real life. If anybody, yeah, like I mean, so along with the atollers, I mean, terrans are more commonly psychic than a lot of other species. Mm-hmm. They, um, it's it's like n- not unusual. Like it's not super common, but it's kind of like I don't know, like having red hair or something. Like it's the sort of thing where like just some people just are psychic. They have you know one of one or multiple of those psychic abilities. Okay, yeah. But there are a lot of other species, much like the atoller, who are like predisposed towards certain psychic power. So like mm. the craw, all right, of them, they're, flight, yeah. they're, they're flightless bird people. Yeah, that's a, they, that's a psychic power creature that we met. Yeah. Mm. And they are almost all telekinetic, if, if not all. I mean, all the ones that we've met. Mm. And who else have we met? Probably some wraiths, I'd imagine. Have... Yeah, well, wraiths, like they are the perfect example of developing and learning your psychic abilities because wraiths, they have like microevolutions throughout their lifespan so they very much can develop psychic powers just by putting themselves in a situation where they are demanded. And the wraiths, we haven't we haven't really spent a lot of time in wraith space, but there is a, um, there's a system, a planet in wraith space, which um, the wraith oh, yeah. name translates literally into future gaze, oh, and it's the that. home of, the home of the wraith seers. <gasps> and Ooh, the, I want um, to go to there. The origin mm-hmm. story of Future Gaze is actually that the wraiths, they landed on this planet and they found the indigenous people living there were just very good at evading their attacks and like staying one step ahead of them. And eventually, by spending enough time just on this planet, like around them, some of their numbers developed precognition. And mm-hmm. <gasps> wait, and they, they didn't use it for good, they used it to take over this planet and now. Future Gaze is known as the home of the Wraith Seers because mm. they've essentially stolen this ability and turned it into their own. Oh, the Wraiths! Hold on. I want to learn more about that, though. Like, Yeah, me too, kind of. So, I'm digesting this right now. Like, so there are individuals who developed power like that because of proximity to a species that had it? Yes, but that is very much a Wraith thing. Mm. They're, um... Because wraiths kind of shape themselves a little differently than yeah. than other species, don't they? Like, yeah, their their whole bag is their physical form becomes what it needs to be for the environment that that's they have another reason that I want to play a wraith next because mm. I love the I love the possibility of their arc where they decide like what their dream is mm-hmm. and then they they shape to it. I don't know, I I don't know, but yeah. then I fell in love with synths too because of the whole. But then I got to play M eight and I was like. I'm okay for now. Yes, yeah, so that's the thing. Is the um, the synths are, are kind of locked out of this whole um, area, apart from the angels, I guess. With uh, things, there's so like, like kind of a technical they aspect are. So, of it. Yeah. Also, if we we look at like um, what we've just done with Z Day and the Originator and synth brains, um, I, again, I, I never spelled this out, but my idea is that initially, upon when the Originator became conscious, the Originator. The whole reason they were conscious is because they were essentially creating brainwaves, and therefore they had this this mm. this if you want to call it like spiritual sense of um, sentience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that was this connection to um, to the universe and everything around it. Oh, and so being being a sentient 
being now, even if they're a completely synthetic one, meant that they did have these brainwaves that Z could actually interface with, even if he couldn't understand the ones and zeros. Yeah. And my feeling is that all the first the first round of synths, they all were very vulnerable to psychic attacks. And that was one of the easiest ways for the Terrans and the Wraiths to like put them down. Yeah. Which is why more modern synths, they are just like cut off from that entirely. They um they're just they're shielded at a baseline level, so their consciousness is like in a box and it cannot be accessed. Yeah. Shit. I mean if you if you think about synths in general, there's almost like a a mirror for all of the different powers that we consider to be psychic or telekinetic or or even mm-hmm. precognition. It's like like what's the synthetic mirror for precognition? It's just like incredible calculation like and connectivity to others probably because look at ai doing stuff like that now that looks precognitive where an ai is able to like process data so well that it is able to make such an airtight prediction Mm. and i mean telekinesis is just bluetooth baby (laughs) sort of it's just really good bluetooth yeah you know who's telekinetic it's apple products with that Hold up, let me do a screen mirror real quick. Let me throw mm. a picture up there. Let me airdrop. <laughs> huh? Somebody in this room move a pair of headphones. Got them. Oh, you know, you know what's what's telekinetic? A blaster pistol. Yeah. You think it, you pull the trigger, you shoot a thing. We're all telekinetic. <laughs> that's what that's the real message. So what other aliens have we uh, come across who display kind of psychic abilities? So what have we what have we experienced? The um the big one that stands out for me, and I guess because that's fresh in the story that we're telling at the moment, is the the mushrooms on oh, Midspace. Yeah. yeah. And um perhaps like somehow related, the uh the entity that the bastards found in their base. Oh my god, yes. I was just thinking I want to ask about is. that entity, uh, because that was definitely a green thought. And that, that was, was all a we know. green thought. Yeah. Oh my god! And we don't even know what that was, and where it is, and what's what the hell? Yeah. And the replicant wasn't the replicant telekinetic, because yeah, the, the replicant well, could speak the replicant, to Z. The replicant was telekinetic in like a really like you know like re- reality warping kind of way though, mm. like in a like, in a scary way. Yeah, and no, I like this is too much power over the universe and molecules than than a being should truly have. I wonder if the replicant is an example of what can happen when you try to create inorganic change to a telekinetic process. I mean, they were were experimented on a lot, and we don't know a heck of a lot about their origins. We don't know what what that's about. Mm. Biolife, y'all. And I mean... That goes back. I'm. I know it's not the same, but like it makes me think about the wraiths again. With like how they developed their own power out of proximity to a species that had it. Oh, you know there is some horrifying illegal dark lab oh, where experiments no. on yep. wraith DNA are being done. Oh my god. Uh, mm. Hmm. Yep. Have we met anybody else that was precognitive? I mean, I don't think. Or weren't some of the. Zarg there have been moon a, pilots, yeah, kind yeah, of. Yeah, a, a couple of them did have some psychic abilities. Like we have, like there's been various, like that you, would you know, make you, you you've been pilot. fighting like a bunch of like soldiers or prisoners and things, and there's been, been like one person who could do this one psychic thing. Like it's it hasn't been super common, but it's happened here and there. There was also there was mm-hmm. um, another sort of threatening version. The um, the seed was uh, yes. powerfully telepathic. Oh, I telepathic. forgot about the seed. Telepathic and again in quite a quite a disturbing way. Yeah. Okay, listen though. 
I know that I can't technically ask this, but well, is don't. there anything? <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Is there anything at all that we can know about the seed? Asking for a friend. Yeah. Some people that who have also been playing this game. That friend is is me and I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> well, the one thing about the we, seed. We probably shouldn't know anything, but. The one thing about the seed that I we kind of to. already do know is that it okay. grows really big. And you don't really know how fast that happens or, yeah. or anything. But you know that like you've seen pictures like on Google, basically on Space Google, of what these things eventually become. And the whole reason why, yeah, like, um, why Boris was really interested in it and thought it was like, oh, this is a, an amazing artifact because it's this, you know, this huge organic ship. Oh, we do have to find that eventually. But now that it's been released into space, which ultimately might well be its, uh, its the suitable climate for its growth, well, who knows how big that thing has become. It's like yeah. when you put an alligator in a pond, it'll grow to be the size of the pond. Yeah. Exactly. Or whatever. Well, it's, that's some that's horrible not, foreshadowing. That's not totally correct, but the bigger of a box that you put an alligator in, the bigger it'll get. And a lobster yeah. is like that too. A lobster will just keep getting big forever and it'll never die. Mm-hmm. Until it gets too big to shed its skin and then it will die. Okay, fine. But, okay, well, <laughs> it's hard to argue with that. We talked about uh, being uh, a precog, being useful for melee. I imagine it's quite useful for being a pilot as well. Like, what are some other tasks where having one of these three psychic abilities would be useful in your mind for people who are potentially rolling characters or? or That's whatnot? a fun one. So, I mean, telepathy. We've seen a lot of what Z can do with it. I think like telepathy is really good for what would be charisma stuff in the, in a D and D game, like where it's like yeah. a lot of like utility stuff. Where definitely has like, been very useful. Like organizing the parties, like finding out. It would be great as like a detective or a spy as well, mm. for, like finding out what other people are up to. Ooh, you can, like you know, a, if, somebody who could do like a scrying thing. I mean, yeah. telekinetic powers. The world's your oyster a little bit. Like it's. Great for being able to like dominate the battlefield, like by like like levitating and putting yourself out of harm's reach. By like literally, you can have energy shields that you just bring up out of thin air, so you're not you're you're not reliant on um on charging those or having batteries, which is kind of cool. Like I think telekinesis would be the most useful combat one. Yeah, I mean, I can imagine having like multiple blades around your body or guns, being able to like quick draw and have another few guns hovering next to you while you fire. I mean. Or like you Heck could yeah. just like you could lift up detritus and huge long well, you've steel done that already, beams and that was quite scary. Yes. And <laughs> hurl them through the night at people. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Twenty foot javelins. I'm picturing uh, telekinesis working in like a sentient way, where like the telekinesis is almost like an extension of you that protects you in like a shield kind of situation. Mm. And don't get too excited. I'm ripping this directly from Naruto because I was thinking Matrix. Okay, well, it's not as cool, but that's all right. I guess not. Um, (laughs) It's like, eh, it's embarrassing, (laughs) but Naruto's like really cool, but it's pretty cool. Other stuff is like, eh. (laughs) but 
Like, there's a character in Naruto that is basically like a carrier for a like a demon or something. Mm-hmm. And so they have these like powers that manifest, and one of the powers is almost like telekinesis in that they they control an element like sand Mm -hmm. and the sand will come up and like shield them if something gets shot at them or if somebody tries to hurt them could you have a telekinetic power like that where it's not necessarily like fully well like it's more like reflexive yeah maybe you could even call it that is that is is definitely one of the things of orbital refuse like hell yes like i Mm. love the idea of you taking one of these abilities and like actually giving yourself like kind of limits to it like it's almost like micro advantage disadvantaging like you're taking this and being like okay i'm telekinetic but i can't control it but it will always pop up so like you'd be like (gasps) yes okay i I will allow it like it's like basically it's a game changer like who wants to play that character that's a really good (laughs) that's a really good example of a a great example of it yeah so like on on the character sheet the way i would make that work is you take telekinesis you take a minor game changer and that game changer makes it so that you cannot control your telekinesis, but it will automatically defend you without you. without costing any Love energy. It. Oh, that's Super so cool. cool. That's very cool. Well, crap. Um, I'm trying to think of other jobs like uh, that could benefit from one of these roles. I think maybe... Um, maybe well, just what do like we have? The- what do we have? We have pilot. We have, like, obviously hackers. We have spies, detectives. I'm thinking back to doing labor jobs where, like, it'd be useful to be like, okay, I've left the nails at the bottom of this ladder. <laughs> just uh, on uh, down, grab those yeah. nails, you know, and then uh What keep, if you were working. like a like like keen Oh manufacturing and K2 K2? Mm, yeah. Like if you were a person that like I mean K2 K2 and Keen are making like items, but they're also making clothing and like they're trying to harness the ever changing, you know, tides of fashion. Oh, so, you're, so you're thinking like being precognitive. Yeah, oh. to know what people actually oh, wow. want. Yeah. What's the next trend? What are people going to buy? What? Because, you know, Keen was always talking about like color schemes and stuff. Perfect measurements as well as soon as you walk in the door. Right? Yeah. How slick would that I mean, pre pre and post cognition, like, so like say, I mean, I imagine what an insufferable like post-cognitive person might be like where they just, they don't remember everything you ever said, but they can just look back and see it. Yeah. Oh, got them receipts like post-cognition i find a really interesting one because it's not yeah it's not a power it's like photographic memory isn't it but it's bigger than that because you don't you didn't have to be there Mm. oh my god okay hold up yeah just the thing you're like the item or the location it's more like watching a movie like when they do that thing where they show you three different people's stories at the same time and they switch back and forth I could pick up something, right? And I, I'd look, pick up this and be like, oh, where has this been? Mm. And use my post-cognition to, to wind this back in time and now see where it came the from. the detective. The detective, yeah. yeah. That's the detective. Oh, yeah, like you pick up an object, like, where did this come like from? That's like ultimate and CSI. You'd almost get like a sort of a flashback of like... Just like CSI. Oh, I mean, okay. a, 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 um, a post-cognitive detective would be a really fun character. I would want to have that power if I was like a planet terraformer. Hmm? Yes. Because then you would know... Like pre or post cognition, because with pre cognition, you would have an idea of like where, like 
actually both of them could do the same thing in different ways, right? Because like if you were terraforming a planet, you'd want to know like where is safe to build because like what's going to get wiped out by a massive volcano? What's going to fall into a fault line? What's going to get like flooded in a couple years? And with post-cognition, you can see what's been happening to the planet. But mm-hmm. with pre-cognition, you can see what's going to happen. Mm. So you'd have to have both of those people on a team so that they could do like the full assessment. Terraforming. <laughs> I think as well, like, I don't know, like precognition in sort of like a, a smaller kind of way, you could just use it for like just general life conveniences. Like say, I don't know, you want to know if if the you get, yeah, you're, you're walking to the, sh- to the shop and you want to know if the sandwich that you want to buy is going to be in stock. You can just look into your own future. Quite boring. And decide whether or not to bother going ruin life. Sh- I would use oh. the shit out of that. Is this thing is the is the cha time open? <laughs> yeah, I thought I, I don't know like if life would be enjoyable tea. then. And I do actually wonder. Like, we haven't. Um, How often do you go to a thing and find that they don't have the lasagnas that you want, and then get stoked about that? No, I did I get stoked like- about it. I found an Asian supermarket <laughs> and a coffee shop on the way home, so I was fine. pretty happy. Well, fine. I'm thinking there might be a fourth psychic power that I actually haven't built into the game now that I'm thinking about this. Like, more of like an astral proje- projection type thing. <gasps> more of like a, like, you know, like observing far away locations. Mm. Ooh, astral. I don't, I don't know. Okay. I don't necessarily what to call it, but I mean, astral projection is the closest um, equivalent I can think of. But it's. I like that. I mean, astral projection is a bit more. It's far a bit travel. More, it's it's a, it's a little bit more like spiritual than our version of psychic powers, but thank and tr- thank travel. Maybe I'll come up with a name before we before the episode is done. I mean, because that could go into the rule book. I think yeah. like it might not be as useful, but it would be great for a spy. Yeah, I like it. All right, I like, like that. Pro- projecting your senses through space rather than through time. I'm gonna project mm. mine all the way back to uh, Stu's everything. <laughs> So I can just ghost taste sauce. And so I want to know, like, um, game mechanic-wise, we've, um, you know, say we've got a character who's got telekinesis or um, telepathy in my case. What? How do you see those um, energy point costs happening in combat? And how long would something last for? Say if I build a, a telepathic defense or I build a telekinetic kind of defense, then how do you see that um, costing points and, and duration? Ah, so I, I've got some very specific answers for like different itemized like versions of these things. Because yeah, as soon as I started writing telekinesis into the rule set, mm-hmm. I had to think about things like TK shields, like because that's to me that's like the most obvious use of it. It's just like nah, nothing can get through my shit force field. Yeah, and um, the way I've always thought of it is like so telepathy. If you're doing something major, if you are trying to like change someone's thoughts, you're trying to defend yourself, you're trying anything like that, you have to use a point. You have to use an energy. But if yeah. you're just communicating, I feel like that's idle chat. That's just a free, free cost thing. And in terms of like telepathic shields, I mean, we have precedent for how that works. Is basically Z rolls his telepathic shield. He spends that energy once. Yeah. And that thing is basically up now. And the only thing that is, you know, like it's it's just there. That's what his defenses are sitting at, that baseline dice roll. And then once it gets attacked, that's when we look at whether or not it gets broken. Okay, Whereas right. Telekinesis, I work that completely different. And that's mainly a game balancing thing. But it's also, I think it makes sense. Like a telekinetic wall, a telekinetic shield, like there's no such thing. Like telekinetic mm-hmm. energy isn't a physical presence. It's not a thing that you put up. It is actually mm. a force. So you yeah. actually need to like time it and be like, 
bang, like, you know, like knock that thing back, stop it from hitting me. Mm-hmm. You don't build a wall so much as you just fire, you know, energy. You, it's more you reactionary. Force... Yeah. Okay. It's, so you would spend an energy every time you did that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And in terms of like, yeah, precognition in combat, we you have faced it one time and it's basically just an additional dice roll to try and boost that boost that other roll. So like if you want to dodge, you know, you could use your use your precognition to boost that dodge roll. Okay. And that can be used like um some some actions in orbital refuse can be reactionary like um during the uh other person's turn. So someone mm, else is attacking. I love that. You know, like sometimes I you, you bring up a shield or dive out of the way, but a precog could maybe interrupt that moment to ask what they should be doing. Well, they, they would have multiple options. So they could just like, they could roll precognition to see the future and hope that there is a, a, an opportunity for a free action that would keep them safe. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, that might work. Or they could just combine pre they could be like, okay, I'm gonna dodge and I'm gonna like look at where the attack is going ah, to make yes. to aid my dodge. Then you would use two energy and two, two dice rolls, mm-hmm. but you would have a very good chance of succeeding. Yeah. Because okay. you'd have you'd have your dexterity roll and then you'd potentially get a plus five for built your, in um, advantage as well. <laughs> Essentially. Okay, nice. We really messed up not going for that. Mm. Built so I, in I mean, I, I used it against you guys a lot with my precognitive. Right? I just had them. I do um, remember that, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and you're like, why did you get two dice rolls? I, like, I remember That's... being frustrated. <laughs> I just remember the fear. Yeah. But it That's... did mean that I had to be like real careful with like energy expenditure because they needed to have like two two energy left over to actually use it. Mm-hmm. And they and that hurt us a lot. That hurt us a lot. So I guess, the, again, like... I, when we're talking about like psychic powers, especially like in combat and that sort of thing, one of the key weaknesses is just energy expenditure because it is just yeah. as tiring to use your brain as it is to use your body. Amen. Emotional yeah. labor, baby. Yes. Yes. Yo, that's a take home. That's mm. put that in a doggy bag, y'all. <laughs> and I put feel that like, yeah, like a, a, a psychic. A psychic person is immediately, they're going to find more opportunities to use their energy up than someone that is purely physical. Someone who's purely physical can be like, okay, I'm going to attack, and then I'm just going to stand back and just see what happens. I'm going to make a TikTok of that. Whereas a a psychic is, you know, they're going to be more inclined to be like, okay, I'm going to do this, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to supplement it with Mm -hmm. my mind because I can. Mm -hmm. So they definitely... The, one of their biggest weaknesses is they're more likely to get caught without energy, I think. Oh, so then actually that make, exactly. makes me think, um, do we have any kind of allowing, like I know we've all played uh, D&D and other tabletop RPGs where you might have a a role to aid someone else's role being higher. Is there any way that you could use these like psychic abilities to, yeah, exactly, Taylor, like inspire a better role from a teammate or, uh, or kind Amplify. of... Amplify. Uh, yeah, exactly, uh, that type of thing. I mean, I feel like that is down to the imagination of the player. Okay, yeah. Because so we just can, haven't we just haven't been imaginative enough yet. If you can justify <laughs> yeah, something, that sounds about right. <laughs> if you can like justify this. something, then sure. I think like what the most obvious one I can think of, like the Doctor Z could do. Is, no, we okay. have done that in a way. That was what Think Green Thoughts was. Oh, that's yeah. Like, basically, say Z we has we done it. Yeah, it has like a vantage point. He's got a viewpoint. He he knows something that someone else doesn't. Oh yeah. yeah. Or he has this kind of like you know this instinct for what's going on. 
Mm. I mean, telepathy allows you to literally just instantly give that same level of that, that same depth of understanding to someone else. Okay, you yeah. Write this without, down, Dan. You write yeah, this yeah, down. Yeah, 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 no, you don't have to. You don't have to like <laughs> yes. literally say it. Because we you need can it. Just, you can just send the concept. This in right one here. Piece. This is the the background. This is the. Yeah. Is the reason, being peeled slowly away. The reason away. why we want to do these episodes is to learn how to play the game better so we can win more. <laughs> <laughs> but also, uh, didn't M.A. and like Baby's, Baby Zafre Electra try to do something like this mm. with the with the legacy code? Yeah, obviously, we did. I think M.A. was initiating it, so it was obviously not a, tele- a psychic event. But mm. because the legacy code was kind of like the synth spirituality, mm. Where's the line? Yeah. You know and it what was saying? developed by a psychic. It was. Super, super so cool. So we don't even know. It's like the soup is so integrated in that moment. Yeah, it's a stew. Somebody just shook the oil and water bottle. <laughs> is what happened. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, I dig that. But like, what do you think the coolest thing Z's ever done with, with their psychic powers? Mmm. Like your favorite psychic moment that felt like the tastiest. It's probably hard to remember because there's been like mm. it's been years. It has been years. I mean, I'd have to ask Dickie, what are you? What stands out to you there? Because I've I got too many in my mind that are that are all mushed into a soup. I mean, I love when you steal a password. <laughs> I know it's not fancy, but like when you steal information from somebody, I think that's like, oh yes, we didn't have to it do anything good. for that. Yeah, <laughs> it does feel good. I quite enjoyed like when Z just full on like took control of the situation like he tracked down the chemist that made the poison and oh, like, yeah. like I'm going to save my people yes that was a power moment for Z that was that was a that was a moment where like as players it was like okay comedy's over yes <laughs> this is a real shitty like, that was such an intense moment. arc I was scared yeah. I was like because yeah. me and Dick had to have a secret conversation what happens about if Cleo dies what <laughs> if Cleo dies we had to have like a really we had to do D we had we have DMs that no one's ever seen. Oh, I bet you do. You didn't even... We do. <laughs> <laughs> when your DM slides into your DMs and it's like, how do you want to die? <laughs> well, this was, I mean, because this was pre... This was, this was pre-Cleo day as well. So we hadn't it really talked about the sleeve engine yet. We hadn't. Mm. So we didn't it, know exactly Yeah, it was this how... kind of thing where it was like, maybe like if Cleo dies, will that come into play ahead of us having done Cleo Day and having explained this thing and is that going to be like real weird deus ex machina bullshit that's going to seem like we haven't actually planned this like, I, yeah I, I'm, I'm I don't remember I don't remember what I was saying I thought I think I was like sleeve me into the craw that tried to kill me yes our <laughs> Cleo craw heck yeah I was like I'm ready for a new body <laughs> that, I mean that if that had happened that everything since that would have been so different but it would have been very cool it would have been very cool and then um, Cleo would have been psychic because she would have had telekinetic. Telekinesis. Oh my glob. Oh my Wait, glob. Wait, so if you sleeve into a psychic individual, oh. can you access well, that power? Well, I mean, I mean, yeah, it's their I, brain. I think so. Because, I mean, Cleo the song works. Has, has all the bear powers. She's got the bear instinct. She's got the bear rage. All that That's stuff true. is there. I mean, it's your consciousness in their, in yeah. their meat. Bought us. Um, literally. Oh, that's right. That's right. Can access the memories of that doctor sometimes. That is correct. Oh, we need to do an episode about that because I need to know, like, how that develops. 100%. Because I picture Bordis being, like, different from Cleo and that Bordis and the consciousness in the body he's sleeved into. Like, I picture them being these, like, two different individuals that just live together now. Yeah. 
I don't know why. I, I think like something gave me that impression and now that's just what I think about it. Yeah. That's how it looks to me, but well, I mean, I think that's a cool Z moment. Um, but I, uh, if I'm thinking about like coolest um, psychic coolest. examples that we've seen in the game, then um, for me, the terror of the scaffolding and oh my the, god, uh, I'm still not over that. The beams being flung at us <laughs> over the course of several episodes as we tried to get to the one true leader. Hands um, down, scariest thing that has happened to us in yes. the game. Yes, and I've flown <laughs> my body through a shield. So um. I had a dream about it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I see rebar on the street now, and I'm like, oh. Yeah. I mean, it reminds <sighs> me of um, that scene from um, The Omen, you know, where the priest is struck yes. with the um, thing. So the whole Whoa. time that that scene was happening, I was just thinking The Omen. I was like, oh, my God, we're about to be bloody impaled or like... Um, we're about to be omened. Yeah, we're about to be omened. Oh, um, man. <laughs> here's the thing, though. Is the one true leader still as scary now that we've pulled back the curtain on him? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because they've had time to develop just like us. Mm. Yeah, they've had time to develop. And um, if they were that angry then, then uh, I am probably even more scared now to, to interact with them, which I think you've done a brilliant job of uh, telling their, their story. I have a question mm-hmm. about Z for for myself. Oh yeah. Asking for a friend, this is me. I'm I'm the friend. <laughs> okay, so I don't know why this is coming up in my mind, but mm. were the jelly people I was thinking the psychic? same thing. I was also thinking the same thing. They were psychic, yeah. Well, that was the psychic. I was doing a psychic uh, to you right now. Yeah. Well, we were doing I mean, I, we I, are. I had I had yeah. forgotten the jelly people. We are, but we are. they they were psychics. We are Capricorn, you know, that Capricorn. was the jellies um, were psychics. Yeah, because that was the whole thing. Like Z found them because they, they didn't. Were psychic. Spe- that's right. Because mm. their whole shtick was that Z was like the only one that could talk <sighs> to them. Yeah, and that's yes. why they could ride. Why they could ride like dactyls and stuff it was because they. Wait, d- is Jordan psychic? Oh, <gasps> I don't know. Like I, I don't know my feeling was like the, the you know all the sort of the dinosaur like aliens there. They were just the uh, the native species that the jellies like they use their their tele- telepathy to like forge like um kinship with and like like live with them and have them be like their beasts of burden. Yeah, this is but coming. that doesn't mean that those species aren't telepathic as well. This is oh. coming, y'all. What is going to happen is one day we're going to be on the ship. Z is going to walk in on Jordan psychicking to himself being or like past these, generations or future generations maybe being like these stupid nerds don't know that i'm psychic and he's gonna have the niles crane voice from fraser <laughs> and <laughs> and z and jordan are gonna have a tense interaction over uh, many hours where Z is like, I know your secret. And Jordan is like, don't do this. And we're probably going to become best friends. And then Cleo's going to have to fucking have that episode of uh, every sitcom where they're like, you two can't be best friends. I'm meant to be best friends. And yeah. then we and go then to Z the cinema And Z is going to tell on Jordan. And we're yeah. all going to be like, I can't believe you would hide this, Jordan. And then na- and then Jordan's going to become like an even more involved Jordan part of the family. Jordan runs now away that- and we have to go save Jordan and be like, Jordan, come and, home. And this whole time, Dick is going to have to do... An additional character. An additional voice. Ah! Look, Brilliant. see, I think it's very important that you don't tell Cleo about all this, okay? you <laughs> <laughs> very dignified dinosaur. And Jordan is, like, super smart. And this whole time, Jordan has been writing, like, blogs on the internet, just like Boris. Yeah. And it's just like, okay. Could we just have a secret, Midspace? Could we just have a secret? Probably no. not. My flatmates did the stupidest thing again this week. 
It's like it reminds me of Roger from American Dad. Like these idiots that I live with. <laughs> I do love a Roger. Um, <laughs> That's Jordan. It's Jordan. Anyway, I had a real question. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. Okay, so we know that Z is psychic slash telepathic. Mm-hmm. Telepathic tele- telepathy is the version is the flavor of psychic that Z has decided to become. Could Z learn slash inherit slash absorb another or second psychic ability? Like, could Z train up and become telekinetic as well? Well, there's, I mean, there's, like, small amounts of, like, especially in Z Day. So we've seen him using a song. You join a song and then you can access the, the, um, the telekinesis. But we've also seen him catch on to the lingering psychic energy in a place with um mm. with the solo song mm. with Jay's song yeah. and yeah. he was actually able to you know like piggybacking on her psychic energy be um telekinetic interface with with molecules with physical reality again mm. which sort of raises the question if you can sort of piggyback like that you know is that lingering energy everywhere is it but is it also just already there in your brain can you you know like a real sort of meditative study of of uh, telepathy use that to access other psychabilities. And I do not have a direct answer for you, but I think it is too cool an idea for it not to be within the realm of possibility, right? So this is probably like a DM hot tip where it's like, you know, just just uh, do the collaborative storytelling thing and, and, and go along with something or is... I mean, it makes sense that because, like, we are playing these characters for the long haul, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I I think it is a long haul thing. You could potentially, like, develop over time. It's kind of like how you've developed through your different bodies. Like, Hmm. you started out. You Some know? of them have been, uh, I mean, not the best bodies, though. Look, the plastic it's bag not a, wasn't it's the not greatest. It's not a linear process, baby. <laughs> because there was definitely a day where it went all the way down to zero. Maybe below that. That <laughs> yes. was Ziploc day. We were falling through the sky. <laughs> <laughs> there was definitely a moment where Z was not in a body and mm-hmm. was just in the dirt. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, and like that's, sh- sh- that's success, baby. Success. You know, that's, it's not that one is way. The, um, that is because the, the level up system in Orbital Refuse is story driven. It is like, yeah. yeah, because for like the, the average, say you're just like a, um, like a real, like average, like, oh, I, I, I fly ships and I shoot blasters and I'm really good at like these couple of skills. Like you're that sort of like space pirate kind of character. Like the main way you upgrade is like you get a better ship, you get a better gun, you get a new energy shield. So it um like leveling up is kind of like getting cool new tech, which means yeah. either you buy it or you develop it or you steal it. But then if you are someone that is like more about telepathy or more, more about physical things, there's obviously there's gonna have to be ways that you can train up these new capabilities as well. Also, these leveling um like uh, just to dip into uh, leveling up for a little bit. Um, I I find that uh. The leveling up process has, as just as it's been about like gear and and tech and weapons and and the things we've like equipped ourselves with, it's also been the um, connections we've we have come across throughout the space as well. Like meeting Keen, meeting K two K two, meeting the uh, the uh, Zag clan and whatnot. Like they've bring uh, and, and Boris and and Z, you know, all of uh, Z one rather. Uh, they've all brought certain kind of enhancement to our group dynamic, mm. our individual dynamic, whatnot, which in my mind seems like a level up, you know? Well, that's um, a really 
fun way to develop. I mean, in Dungeons and Dragons, they have an entire thing for that where you can get like, um, was it retainers or whatever? Yes. Yeah. And that's, that's mm, yeah, more of yeah. like an end game kind of thing. Like once you get to a certain level, they're like, all right, now, now build a castle and form an army and all this sort of yeah. thing. And right. like, I don't know, why should that be end game stuff? Like yeah. you know, your social networking and like building these connections. It feels like leveling up. Yeah. Meet, every a, time we've met someone cool and we've um, learned about them, helped them out, they've helped us out in a way that does feel like it's brought a lot of bonuses to the to the crew you know trevor is an incredible pilot took us through the wall and that happened because we and that is a level up you guys that's can a level through up. the wall now it's a big you know? level up yeah so i like level ups being like just wins in general yeah because yeah. we have a lot of different wins like sometimes like when, Stu, when we get giving to go us shopping free meal. like when we big got i mean just like the stuff we collect too yes. yeah or like when we get new armor or yeah. when we get like when we steal a new spaceship, yeah, but in, in, in a much more literal sense, and on uh, the, on the topic at hand, I think definitely it's it's a possibility for any character to develop their psychic abilities. Okay, and and you and, gotta and, start and, hitting the gyms. Yeah, yeah. Well, I that's do. the thing. I I think it would be a thing. <laughs> like story wise, especially if we were going to do it within the podcast. <laughs> like maybe Z Wordle. would just decide. You know, like Wordle. I need to get. Telekinetic. I need this. I and need maybe, to get what if, what if he had like a wise master then he like starts like going and training with and this is like a sort of thing that's I want to train background. with a wraith master of telekinesis. Yeah. So that but this could be like a thing that was in the background, We're like going you know, to Wraith Space. Over over the over the oh over God. the over the course of things. This yeah, is like, gonna be an arc. Cleo yeah, could have an things. extra gun hovering at her side. It's like, you know, like Z's like he's he's meditating, <gasps> he's doing this. And it'd be the sort of thing that, like, a year, in a year's time after starting to train it, Z is, like, finally good enough that he can really just use it out in the world. So those are some advantages. Um, now, what are psychic users weak against? You yeah. know, um, because these sound pretty OP. So what yeah. is the disadvantage to having them? Like, if you were going to play one, too, yeah. like, if somebody or if somebody's attacking you, like, how do you defend against it? Like, what is... What is a psychic attack weak against? Yeah. I mean, that's interesting. Yeah, because telepathy, for example, a telepathic attack, like the, the thing that it is the most vulnerable to is just more telepathy because telepaths can defend okay. against telepaths more a lot bullets. better than anybody else. <laughs> you know what fights fire better than if, than anything? Fi more fire. More fire. But then there is also <laughs> the notion like telepath, they are... They are projecting their consciousness elsewhere. Some yeah. Of the time, or just like means, what being a synth. <laughs> so they're, yeah. they're spending time where their brain is in another brain, which means yes. that their body is kind of left a little bit unguarded, Ooh. even if only for a moment. Mm -hmm. So I think like, like assassin types would be a real danger to a telepath. I and that would be if... true for telekinetics as well. They're kind of focused, their mind is focused elsewhere. Well, I think I think the telekinetics, they are a lot more in touch with the air telekinetics around them. Telekinetics are OP, Dan. Because again, they like, do sound like it. Like my, my, te my telekinesis isn't Jean Grey, X-Men, like, you know, literally just lift the things around you. It is much more reaching into the air around you. It's reaching out into those okay. parts. So I think the, the, the telekinetic, they actually are going to be quite aware of people sneaking up on them and those sorts of things. They are okay. really good at close quarters. Because it's like the air particles around them are are those reflexes. Tingling. But then, on the other it hand, like even though like... even mm. though a, a tele, telekinetic can raise a shield and potentially block a blaster fire, okay. you have to be able to blaster fire. These are lasers. They fire very fast. So they've got to they've got to react. 
and bring this thing up. It's not like an energy shield where Dr. Z, mm. you know, he yeah, either yeah. like he projects it because he expects an attack's coming or he's got mm. he's got his personal energy shield protecting him like mm. intrinsically. Like a telekinetic one is a reflexive thing. You've got to act fast enough. So I actually do think that the telekinetics are definitely at risk from like snipers and from like long range type attacks. Okay, yeah. Oh, because if you don't move the immediate air that they know about. Mm. Yeah. Oh, dang it. All right. So a telepath puts themselves out and is vulnerable. A telekinetic user is uh, vulnerable to long range attacks. Vulnerable to ranged attacks. And uh, now what about the last, the precog? How do you take down a precog? Well, that's be, all, that, be that's unpredictable it. as heck. Be unpredictable yeah. as heck. <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah. Chaos is... Uh, because... But that still wouldn't work, would it? It wouldn't matter how weird you're being. They'd still yeah. know the future. But They'd just know the result of the, your weird behavior. You would have so... to be you have to be weird, but you'd have to be like, you know, like crazy eyes, the, the precog. Like you've got to be like in their head and you've got to be reacting to every little micro reaction that they do because okay. they are reaching into their own future, which means their future... Their future is dependent on their actions. Like their future isn't dependent on your actions because your actions at the point that they look into their future are set in stone. So you've got to adjust your actions chaotically based on everything that you see about them. Oh, that's too much big Sounds brain. like a lot of work. I think I'll just get shot. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, the, the big that's thing. how we've handled it in the past and we're, <laughs> like, we're fine. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, thing yeah. Is someone that can see the future is, you know, they are going to, really like min max their actions they are going to be like really worried about so all you've got to do is overwhelm them with attacks like true like yeah cleo's coming at them with a thing and they're like okay i'm i'm gonna put myself in a position where i will never get hit with that thing and then someone else that's so much that's such a mind fuck though because what you're doing is you're affecting the now Mm. and it's like it's the time paradox of like the now feels like it matters the most, obviously, because yeah. that's what we're aware of. But like, if time isn't linear, then it matters like equal to or or none. I'm than glad you could big else. brain this. In my mind, I'm like, okay, more attackers, more good. Yeah. <laughs> but my thing is, yeah, like it's basically. I mean, Look, that's all I have. If, okay? if we're gonna if we're gonna make it real simple, I appreciate like, it. If you wanna if you wanna beat a telepath. You okay. want to go melee. You want to get 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 in close. If you want okay. to beat a telekinetic, you want to go range. You want to hit them from afar. If you want to beat a um a precognitive, you just AOE the area around them because they still uh, have to get out of it. You know. Okay. Yeah, just because they sense. know it's yeah. coming, just because they know it's coming, doesn't mean they can avoid it. That's yes. a better way to say it. For I us. understand now. <laughs> Thank you, Dickie, for speaking simple maybe the future <laughs> that they know about is the demise and now you mentioned one more fourth class that you might be interested in adding your astral projection um is there uh something you want to add quickly here on well, how would how, how would you, would you use take, how yeah. would you use that in combat that'd be really good for like um to get the hell away sort of like guerrilla warfare kind of stuff like say someone's hiding around the corner and you that's, can't see them. That's the ranger, isn't it? That's like the, the ranger. The that's the fucking um, But yeah, the, 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 the projectionist can literally just like look around the corner this, and be like, Weren't you I, talking I about this exactly the other day? Are. Like having a character who was just really good at recon. No, this was literally weeks ago. This was in Portugal. Yeah. You were talking about having a character who was just incredible just at recon. Scout. Just a fucking really good scout. Else. Yeah. That's that the job. would be so fun because that would be like, imagine being in a party where there are like specialists. Well, Zog Moon don't... may have happened a bit differently if we had had a good scout. <laughs> I mean, specialists in, hey, in we parties. Thought we were doing a great we, job we, scouting. I, it took I us like two episodes so to realize that we much. fucked up. 
do you remember like how confident we, we were? We were so that- confident. We were just like, <laughs> we have nailed it. Zag Moon Expeditions. We've got uniforms. <laughs> we've got like stickers on the spaceship. Do it's you remember be so how good. we were like, how when you were, you were doing like your bit in the container and Cleo was taking a group around to f- take fake selfies. Yeah. yeah. And, and we were like, <laughs> we look like they, <laughs> these idiots think we're on holiday. <laughs> <laughs> and then we were like, no, this whole time oh, they did not think Dick that. Dick must have been so erect under that table, just like, yep, <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to fucking get him. <laughs> <laughs> he really oh. did. We are, he really, that was a. That was a moment where we learned like, oh. Okay, we we gotta we gotta we gotta. That was the it, day yeah. that we realized Dick might kill us one day. Yeah, but probably I, not. We're, I mean, we're you, you don't want to you don't want to hit players with that over and over again. But like doing something really bad to them, that that, that didn't come out right. <laughs> <laughs> no, you better not cut that. I like, I like okay. that. do uh, something really bad to them sometimes yeah. as a treat, yeah. as a treat. Because it's so much more satisfying when they then overcome those odds. Mm. Or it was when, kind when, of a, when it was one a good of them story. doesn't, and the others have to avenge it. Like, I mean, I remember how freaked out people were because we dropped that in pieces, right? Like, so they yeah. didn't know, mm-hmm. and, and that was heavy. Like, oh my god! Yeah, and I guess good. if you're listening to this, you you probably heard that. Yeah, you might right? not have. You you might have jumped in like at season two or more recently, but uh, I mean, <laughs> it's okay. Well, spoilers. I mean, if they did jump in at season two, that they're probably like pretty aware that we are alive. They're precogs. Yeah, yeah they're precogs. Turn that off if you don't want to know things. Bye. <laughs> hey guys, just a little reminder. If, you, if you're listening to this when it's the, the last episode and you're worried that by the time you've finished this podcast episode, yes. you're not going to have any more of us in your ears. No you more. should be worried. You should be worried. It's terrifying. This, there's a whole lot more content on our really? Patreon. Yeah. Where? It's on Patreon slash Backwater Bastards. The, the link to that's going to be in the show notes. We uh, we do a bonus episode called Sidearm. We talk yes. about a myriad of things. The newest episode is about frozen lasagna. Oh, you know you want to hear about frozen lasagna from your favorite <laughs> bastards. Every Dan's, day. Dan's got a lot, a lot of thoughts on frozen lasagna. If you want to hear those I research thoughts, it. go check out our Patreon. Uh, yeah. Some of them the are meantime, thoughts. In the meantime, we've got an episode to get on with. We're on with it. Let's go! It's time for listener questions. Ooh, that was spicy. Mm-hmm. Felt okay. like that was a fast food That's commercial. Like, that was like Prince or something. <laughs> so we got, um, yeah, I'm going to put like, a, I'm just going to have that kind of be Mine a, a is, fade oh in. no, someone stepped on a rubber chicken. Yeah. <laughs> I think that could work. I okay. think that could work. So that music has just happened. It's going to be like a little bit like, I feel like the har- harmonizing might be grating, but maybe in a good way. Oh, I think it's going to be, be cool. purposefully bad. Yeah, it's going to be okay. It's that's the goal, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I can actually do. So I hope that's what you want. This is this is season <laughs> one of listener questions bit. It's gonna, you know, it'll get better over the years. It will. <laughs> okay, so this is kind of exciting. This is exciting because Heck yes, we had questions. Okay. Yep. Obviously, I mean, look at oh, us. We always do. 
but we weren't the only ones. No. Okay? You, you had questions as well. You had questions. Now, I know what you're thinking. Maybe you specifically didn't have a question. And to be you fair, did. You, did. you might not have known that we wanted questions. So uh, this no, just... No, you, uh, you did. No, great assault on that. But you know what? Okay. Maybe you could ask a question on the next one. Yeah. yeah. Hit us up on backwaterbastards at gmail.com. This, this, these questions come from our Discord group, which you could also join from going yeah. to the show notes. You can find the link on the website, backwaterbastards.com. You can sure find can. it basically anywhere that we talk online. We'll always and link the Discord. if you don't Discord. want to talk to us on email, you can still go on backwaterbastards.com to find all the other ways that you can talk to us, which is yeah. like Twitter, Instagram, yes. Facebook. There's like, a submission there. You can, yeah, you can talk yeah, to us on email. you can email us through that. Yeah. So, I mean, we are going to continue. We're going to do some more of these law dives. So if you've got any specific questions about something law-related, get on there and ask it. And that might inspire us to do a law dive on that particular topic. Yeah. It we- might. And check out the socials as well. We'll do a um, a week in advance of the episode. We'll uh, announce what the topic is going to be so that you can get involved and ask some questions. And so that, those, those uh, announcements will be on Instagram, on Twitter, and then also just in our Discord as well, which is uh, you can come and lurk. Just come lurk. Come on the Discord and lurk. And let's, 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 get, let's get to these questions. We've been, we've been bigging, up, bigging up these questions. We've got to actually Oh, do you want to hear that, um, that, that music again? It's time for listener questions. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's time. Uh, who wants to do the honors and read, uh, read a first question? <clears throat> okay. This first question is from Jim. <gasps> I know, I know. Yeah. A stand-up individual. Mm-hmm. And he wants to know, could Z psychically transfer his entire consciousness into another being and he'd just be that being? So, example, Z is on the brink of death and there's no sleeve tech around type of situation. Oh. Well, I... I like it, but if we go but. back to the, the internal logic of how I've, I've explained psychic abilities, okay. telepathy is, um, is about interfacing the brainwaves, the, these, this energy that's coming out of your brain with the brainwaves of other entities. Mm. Mm-hmm. So could you transfer your consciousness? I don't believe you could. I think you could, re, you could write a copy of yourself onto someone, mm-hmm. but you wouldn't be the same Z. Like it would be a clone wouldn't it right so does that then speak to the power of jay to be able to leave a resonant um uh feeling of themselves in that area well i i, I think what jay did was a similar thing like it was a ghost it was an echo it wasn't okay. it wasn't the actual consciousness of jay it was just a very very uh, right. convin- very convincing copy yeah I don't know. Okay. That so I think, starts to get into the mystical side yeah. of things. Mm, I mean, because like don't you, it is a, don't you a, kind of believe that, that like if something really extreme like happens in a space, yeah. that there can be almost like an interruption if time is nonlinear, hmm. then time doesn't really matter. But maybe the echo through the layers of time of the energy disturbance of an event happening mm-hmm. in a space can affect and i know that exactly what's going to happen in this flat is that whoever moves in next is going to be like there is some crazy energy coming from this bathroom yeah <laughs> <laughs> wow the less said about that the better yeah. um, <laughs> so do you want to state your address question, so that people living in berlin can skip your apartment no 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 i hope that um 
Yeah, yeah okay. It should be that's fine. Mystery. That's fine. Disclaimer. But unless you want to send me stuff, in which case I will definitely give you my address. <laughs> send me presents. <laughs> send me presents. But yes, I, I, I like a you know, like a a direct short answer to Jim's question. I think it's a really interesting one. I think the answer is no. But if someone was to try to do it, I think it would produce some really interesting story results. Yeah. <gasps> oh my god. Okay. okay. I don't Wicked. think they, I don't think it would be possible to do it the same way as the whole sleeve tech situation. Mm-hmm. But I do think it would be. Um, so what you're saying is that you couldn't psychically do it, but you might be able to do it through technology. I think you can physically do it. I think it's been done. I think we've seen it. I'm. J- I don't know. I mean, I'm just. I don't know. I don't know All about right. that. I have a question coming from Hamilton. Uh, shout what? out to Dragon's Duel. Uh, you can check them out on Twitch and uh, and find them. And they everywhere do, else. Yeah, they do brilliant uh, D&D content. Now, Hamilton would like to ask, has Z ever used psychic talents to DJ the most awesome set list? Gee, I wonder when that could have happened. Oh, Maybe this, at the... Uh, I, I, I see where he's going with this. This one is, I think this one is directed directly at me. It is? I, um, I, uh, <laughs> I, I guest DM'd on a, um, on a, on a one of Hamilton's, uh, one of Hamilton's storylines. Heck! Heck! Where there was a, a beholder, beholder disco, beholder ball. The beholder ball! That sounds so good! They were space beholders. It was, uh, it was a whole thing. But there was a DJ at that ball, and that DJ was called Z. Easter! Oh, what a copycat. Z2 then, because <laughs> Z1's already Z1. I'll, I'll allow them to be Z2. So I mean, it's, so it's the answer kind of, to that I think is it's, yes. It's up to your understanding of the multiverse whether or not that was Dr. Z. 100%. Mm. But even so, like, do you think Dr. Z would use his psychedelics to DJ a good set list? Because I think that would be a actually... It actually, like when we were talking about professions that psychic powers would help, being a telepathic DJ would kick ass because you would know immediately if people were vibing with what you were doing. I, you would know exactly when people reaction, want you to drop the beat. Exactly. My initial reaction is like, uh, no, Z would do whatever was fun. But also Z is a show off and wants everyone to enjoy, hence party posing, making sure that everything is perfect, keeping the collection safe and uh, pristine. So I think if Z figured out that the crowd was going in a certain direction and probably a good sign of a DJ anyway. Uh, I'd like, to, I think I'd like that Z would read the room and would, uh, and try to aim the set list and for the most dance and then take all the credit for just being innately <laughs> fucking gifted and glorious and, and not, not announce the uh, telepathy at all. <laughs> vibing. I'm vibing. Yeah. So yeah, I think Hamilton, um, if I got to answer it, Definitely, Z would use um, use everything at their ability to make sure that they did the best set list of all time. I like it. I approve of it. Oh, wow, let's let's let's, let's bring in a, a third question. This one's from Jonathan from Halfwits and Failed Crits. Hey, Jonathan. Um, and he's asking, what psychic discipline would Z want to learn more about if he could? Are there psychic disciplines he would never want to learn? Mm. Because this is something we we did talk about, like you know, like like Z maybe going to a guru to like train up on a a further psychic ability. Yeah, I mean, uh, I I think like um, Z would uh, maybe yeah, I think Z would like to learn something, but I don't know if that's me answering it as Daniel. I think Z probably would be kind of 
sees pretty quietly and and loudly superior at times and i think i think z probably thinks you know i've got i've got enough going on right now i can do it so i don't know but yeah out of the options i think uh telekinesis would be really fun to learn yeah well, we got a glimpse of that during Z Day when he had like the um the arm, the M8 arm with the yeah, blade, that was just like super fun. Yeah, that was it was a cool form, like just Z in an orb of water with this arm like running. And I do like the whole um atollers in their sort of you know when they're out about like they just float around in an orb of water. And but it see, explains this is... why Z has always put himself in a glass bowl of water. You know, it's... so this is the thing. Z really enjoys being part of the material. Hmm? Buying, collecting things, wearing clothes, um, using like tangible tech. Z enjoys that and tries to do that as much as possible. So, you know, yeah, I think telekinesis would be the closest one. But I think also Z's quite happy to be just uh, a little jelly on board a crew of misfits at the moment without any other special things going. Because that's the thing I like Z. He usually communicates using a vocal modulator. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. He's more more into hacking than telepathy. I feel like telepathy is a thing he can do. Yeah. And he like innately uses it and like takes advantage of it, but I don't know if it's the thing he's the most but if proud Z can, of. But if Z can do it with a hack, Z would rather do it with a hack uh, to try and flex on that, you know, try and get Z1 to respect the hacking prowess that is. Uh, and a lot of that is that is what makes Z like himself as well, because it like who Z is and what Z does with his time is very different to the majority of people from where he's from. Like yeah. the tollers yeah. are very like immaterial, like they don't care too much about possessions they're more about domination and just using yeah. their their natural abilities to uh yeah to take to take basic resources and so on yeah so i hope that's not a boring answer but uh yeah i think z's just chill z's good z wants to learn to knit <laughs> yeah well maybe that yeah ah <laughs> oh, heck well thank you so much for the questions from the uh guest questions some good ones there. I, I can't believe Yay. we managed to rustle up such good questions for our, our first one. Yeah. We asked like just the other day in the Discord. And so I mean, because this was the very first episode, so you know, yeah. we didn't we didn't cast the net too too wide. Mm-hmm. Um cause we as, like, as we said before, you wanna be involved in that? You can just send us some questions like cold call, send us the questions you want to yeah. ask. Them. Maybe like we'll we'll just be like, oh yeah, like this question is enough that it's inspired me to do an entire law dive around it. So go nuts. Heck yeah. But pay attention to the socials. We'll let you know what we're gonna do next as well. But I think I think maybe that's about where we might call the episode. Um Brilliant, Dickie. I think did so. Did you guys learn anything about psychic abilities, about how how that works within this universe? Kind you, of a lot. That you found yeah, a you know? lot, actually. Yes, yes, a lot. I mean, That's this has been super useful. Yeah, this has been really useful. Um, I, you know what though? I have to say this one. We didn't cover it in this episode, but I, in this, uh, in the getting ready for this, I learned the difference between psychic and psionic. <laughs> yeah, I still need to and learn. If that. you're out there and you don't know, I learned right from here. the internet yeah. and Dick that psychic is like of the mind, okay. right? Why don't you know what actually what Dick? Why don't you explain it? <laughs> well, psychic, psychic is of the mind, but what, what's what's the difference there? What's psionic? Psionic is more like, a, like telekinesis more than telepathic. Because like, I think psionic is more about the physical, when psychic is more about like the the nebulous and abstract mental, like reading brain waves versus throwing a knife with your brain. Well, my, my understanding has been that the difference is um, 
We're still learning here, people. So, Watch so, out. So, so psychic is more of a um, a spiritual notion. It's a bit okay. more kind of esoteric, and whereas psionic is almost like like the sort of the sci-fi version. It's like if you are uh, that's what I kept getting when I would Google it, yeah. but nobody really like went into it. Mm. There was not a lot of great resources about this on the internet. Like I found, you know what the best resource I found was was an ancient Reddit post about it. Yeah. And it was specifically about sci-fi media. So I guess the only people using the term psionic seem to be in the sci-fi realm. Was well, also it was, it was an academic thing, like parapsychologists, like yeah, yeah, yeah right, men, that, right. men that stare at goats, kind of. Yeah, you seen that film? Yeah, but like, there was a whole thing in the U.S. military where they were trying to develop psionic abilities. But it's also like in Spelljammer, which there's like a what is it called, like a psi warrior or something. Mm. Well, I mean, psionics is in Dungeons and Dragons as well. Well, I ain't, okay. I ain't ever touched it. <laughs> and so I as mean, you can see, we're still learning. Yeah, and I learned um, I learned that uh, telekinesis sounds pretty cool. Precog sounds pretty yeah. cool. Um, I learned that we need to nerf telekinesis. <laughs> yes, exactly. And I now know how to take down each type of psychic ability user, which I didn't know before, but I have noted that down, Dickie. Oh, I've, so given, I've given you the rock, paper, scissors Exactly, for it. I've You've got given it us now. the codes. So I'm happy to know that because, yeah, I can now use that against you. <laughs> you, you told us too much. It's too late. It's too late. It's too late. Brilliant. And you know well, what? And I think, like, maybe Dick didn't necessarily, maybe Dick learned the breadth of our ignorance, but... <laughs> A thing was born here tonight, in a mm. way. Mm. The astral projection, the, astral the fourth flavor of psychic ability. Yeah, do you have any final notes on that, Dickie, before we... Uh... I I still, like, I feel like it is the weaker of the four. Mm-hmm. To the maybe. point where, you know, it's, um, you know, maybe it still needs some development in, ter- yeah, in terms of so watch uh, the being space, then. a system thing. I feel like astral projection is like maybe a bit of a uh, foo-foo kind of name for it. Maybe we could get, come up with something that's a little bit uh, right. a little bit more snappy. It's called Starset. Because oh. <laughs> telepathy, precognition, these are very technical sounding terms, whereas astral projection sounds a little bit more ethereal. Zoop. Mind zoop. <laughs> Mind zoops. But I do like the idea of calling them a projectionist for some reason. Ooh. Oh. Channel your inner like uh, film film buff. But uh, yeah, I'm curious to see like what other ideas we can come up with what that would be useful for. It feels hard to beat projection, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I kind of Because I'm like trying it. to think of like synonyms for projection. Like what are things like that? And the only thing I can think of is like hologram, but hologram doesn't really like denote the sending of Maybe it. we call it sensory projection. Ooh, okay. well. I like that because astral is like such a, there's so much connotation to that. Mm. Sensory projection. Okay. Telejection. So thank you everyone for listening to our first law dive. Thank you. We'll yes. be we'll thank be back you. we'll be back next time with another main episode. Uh, but until that, until then, ciao. Bye. Bye. Tune in next time for another edge of your seat adventure in space with the backwater bastards. If you enjoy listening, but also have eyes, check out our Instagram, where we post drawings, illustrations, character art from our adventures. Backwater underscore bastards. Check out our Instagram on Instagram.
So I tell you, you're making a a, a telekinetic. <coughs> I mean, I am a telekinetic. Did I not just read all y'all's minds this whole time? No, that's telepathy. I think you're going to need to listen to the episode again. Oh heck! At least it's recorded. <laughs> <laughs>